Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, and FightfulSelect.com. It is Tuesday, April 24th. Head over to FightfulSelect.com. We have all kinds of cool new content up there. This week, I am filming our Q&A show. You can still get questions in on FightfulSelect.com and on Twitter. Doing the Fightful Weekender, probably a little bit early considering Greatest Royal Rumble is out. Also, I am watching and filming for next week, WWF SummerSlam 2000, which uh, was the home of the historic first ever thong stink face match. Yeah, that was probably the worst match I've ever reviewed in my entire life. That review will also come to Fightful.com. Also, guys, I posted spoilers for Raw for free on Fightful Select yesterday. They're back up on the site per usual tonight. Of course, we had those. You can be on the lookout for those. We have all kinds of exclusives over at Fightful.com. So if you haven't checked this out for your wrestling news, do so. Maybe you don't like MMA or boxing. You can just head over to FightfulWrestling.com. I am joined by one Jeffrey of Hawkins. Jeff, what's up? Hi. How's it going, man? You still have a car. Yeah, I still. Well, no one would want to steal that thing. They would just want to break in for meth money, probably. (laughs) It's been broken into five or six times in the lifetime of that car, so I'm kind of used to it. But really, yeah. But uh, no, I I, I walked upon a guy in the parking lot of my gym, uh, scoping out my car, and I I was passing by like it wasn't my car, and I said, "Hey, uh, uh, got having a problem?" He goes, "Oh, I just locked the keys in my car." And I kind of walked up. I put my key in the trunk and opened it. I went, well, they're not in here. And the guy ran off. That is L.A., yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the uh, outer reaches of the valley. Yeah. One time I was in line at a gas station not far from where I lived at the time. And I was in the back grabbing a, a soda pop or whatever it may be. So- and I hear a guy go, open the register. And the clerk said, the sheriff behind you would probably take issue with that. And he was immediately arrested. (laughs) (laughs) So beware of your surroundings, because if you're not careful, there might be a sheriff or a Jeff Hawkins who could probably play a damn good sheriff. Oh, oh, I just want to hear that dude in prison. Nah, man, if that sheriff, eh, man, I would have totally taken him. But (laughs) no, one of the funniest things I ever heard was somebody who was in jail that said, but here's why I was slick about it. And I'm like, you are in jail. You weren't slick about it. <laughs> you failed at what you were doing. Anyway, one job. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's time for SmackDown Live. We're going to make some greatest Royal Rumble predictions as well. Hot dog. Again, guys, check out FightfulSelect.com. It is our premium service. I'm pushing it because we're running these ad free. Uh, for uh, for at least the foreseeable future, we've kind of supplemented these shows with the uh, Fightful Select subs. So you all can uh, thank that for hearing uh, Fightful Select instead of LivingSharp.com. I mean, where you could get 
great gift ideas. I mean, that's a free one. But we got SmackDown Live. Let's talk about it. The Miz was set for Miz TV with Daniel Bryan. We didn't get that. However, I, I thought it ended up ended up okay. He's instead joined by Big Cass. This is after the Miz sort of guilt trip Daniel Bryan about caring about his child a little less than Miz cares about his. I'm loving the overbearing Miz as a parent deal. I love that. I'm a man who's changed his ways. I've become a father, and fatherhood has changed me. It hasn't. But yeah, I, I like it too. Overbearing parents. I mean, I've unfollowed people on Instagram. <laughs> I've taken them off my Snapchat. I have. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I have not unfriended anybody on Facebook, but have unfollowed them to where I don't see their stuff. Uh-huh. I don't need to know every time your kid gets into the icing. I'm sorry. Glad that you have a kid. I hope you're a great parent. Jeez. Don't need to see all that. Hey, you know what? I bet I've had people unfollow me because of pictures of cats. Oh, pictures definitely. Of wrestling stuff. Because that's creepy. No, man. If the cat gets into icing, it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, big big cast joins. He's in a suit. Technically, I mean, the, the sleeves go up to about his elbow. Yeah. But he was in a suit. Now, I just want to preface this by saying I love the promo, but there was one ridiculous aspect where (laughs) Big Cass says that he didn't like Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan reminded him of him. That wasn't the ridiculous part. The ridiculous part was Big Cass said that he once got bullied, and when he got tired of bullied, he grew up. Is that all it would have taken for me? Because I would have liked to have been 6'4", and (laughs) but we hit 5'11". I mean... Come on. I'm I'm a good six feet tall, but I would much rather be the center for like, I don't know, the Washington Wizards right now or something. Mm. Had I known that you, in fact, could teach yourself to be seven feet tall. I was told you can't teach that. It goes against everything he has ever told us. <laughs> His entire life has been a lie. Yeah, I, I uh. Let's go with the good first. It it addressed the concern that I had last week after the draft that he was going to get paired with Miz and Miz would be his mouthpiece. No, they had Cass stand out there on his own and deliver a promo. A good Um, one, I thought. You know what? I I thought it was good, but I wouldn't say it was very good, and I don't know what it is just yet. There was some connection there missing to make it seem – authentic i think i think i think there was a lot of genuflecting and a lot of uh you know, you know there wasn't the gravitas in his voice it was kind of like um you could the acting term is you could watch the wheels turning as he was acting and trying to emote dur- during the promo and, and i thought that was it but you know what this is the first promo out of the gate for him i'm gonna i'm gonna give him a mulligan here i i, I think it was okay for what it did i think it it got the job done well enough compared to a lot of his other promos. I mean, maybe that's why it yes. out of the water so much compared to his other promos. He seemed very relaxed. He seemed, you know, he seemed a bit sure of himself. I, I, those parts were, were positive. I, there was just a disconnect there and I, I still haven't put my finger on it yet. Sure. Uh, Cass says that he didn't have to go through the Indies or Japan because he's tall, educated and good looking. I thought that was a really good line, but it's, well, the thing is, <laughs> 
Baron Corbin can't say that he's good looking at the very least, but this should have been this should have been Baron Corbin from the jump mm. because this was Baron Corbin on Talking Smack. This was the same gimmick, or not Talking Smack, Breaking Ground rather. Yeah, this was the same thing Baron Corbin did in 2015. Yeah, a bit. Um, you know what? Actually, this reminded me of it is the same kind of promo that Carmella cut later because they they both are saying that they're money, which is which is. Which is an interesting, uh, interesting parallel when you think about the parallels sure between Cass and Carmella. So, yeah. We'll talk more about that later. I thought that Big Cass uh, knocked it out of the park for what they were doing here. And that was setting up a match with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. You couldn't find two people more opposite of each other. And it's it's clear to me, at least short term, that they want to kind of stretch out the possibility of Miz and Daniel Bryan. Because that is not a backlash match. No. That is a SummerSlam marquee match. Yes, that's a major, but that's a big four, big three, depending on how you view it. Uh, and now they, they view Money in the Bank as a big, as a big pay per view. I mean, they're doing NXT that weekend and everything, so that at least has that. And I, and I kind of like that because you go January Royal Rumble, March April WrestleMania, then June Money in the Bank, August SummerSlam, and then mm-hmm. you have. Uh, Survivor Series a couple months later, and then you kind of get the the build, which I don't know based on based on the way they they pushed it. I think maybe it's a big six, but the greatest Royal Rumble in there. Jesus Christ, that thing has been pushed harder than anything I've ever seen. I mentioned to you off the air, I've never seen anything promoted so hard on WWE TV. Yeah, no, and 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 even on like yeah, just on terrestrial TV, all the cut screens were. Where you go, all the commercials, all the split screens, I think, were for the Greatest Royal Rumble as opposed to like product placement. I'm not positive on that, though. I might be wrong. I got the rundown tonight, and the commercial listing was like 31 minutes or something. And it was it was about a quarter of the show compared to uh, almost 30 to 31% of the show for Raw last night. Well, we saw why, because some of that was eaten up by their own ads that weren't really commercial breaks or at least aren't considered commercial breaks uh, that they, that they feed out to networks. So uh, if you count greatest Royal Rumble stuff, it it was definitely way up there. I thought that Cass, uh, however, did very good here. I thought Miz did very good here. He didn't back down from big Cass. No. And and I liked that Cass went after Miz. I, I liked that kind of aspect of it. I think, I think that that adds a great touch to it as opposed to all bad guys like each other. And all good guys like each other. Miz is supposed to be the conniving one. Miz is about, oh, hold on. This isn't about us. This is about Daniel Bryan. I'm a father. Fatherhood has changed me. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I, I love that aspect of things because, I mean, I don't want to say it changed Alex, but I, I witnessed it for him about how family oriented storylines meant more to him when he had a child on the way and had a child born. Alex I'm was not- the baby face version of the Miz. I've noticed nothing out of Alex, which makes it sad for me, I guess. I, How dare I'm kidding. you? Uh, well, you can't tell me that you haven't noticed it because one of our outtakes involved you actually asking how his kid was. Well, I asked how his kid was. That doesn't mean Alex has changed. You should hear how he berates me off the air, kids. That's, that's oh. true. By the way, guys, Alex has a great article up about Becky Lynch on Fightful.com. Go check it out. Later on, uh, we see Daniel Bryan laid out backstage. Asuka and Becky Lynch sort of discover him. And I saw this, the parallels drawn between this and the Enzo attack 
all over Twitter. It looked like exactly the same. <laughs> Except there were metal poles all over him. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, later on, an iced up Daniel Bryan says he's good to go for Friday, and Paige gave him a match with Big Cass for Backlash. Paige did have the night off. She wasn't seen on this show tonight. Um, and that's fine. Yeah. I like, I like, I like, you know what? Guess what? There's two authority figures. One can take one week, one can take another. And it, they can have different personalities and, and that can determine their booking style and whatever. It makes the show a little bit deeper than it usually is. I'm completely fine with, fine with it. Guys, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe. And if you're watching this after we are live, leave us a comment. Let us know what your favorite, least favorite thing on the show was. Uh, the show of SmackDown. Don't tell me how much you hate uh, me hosting this show. The Iconics come out to the ring. I think they are probably better at this kind of gimmick than anybody I've seen do it, and that's saying quite a bit because there have been some pretty good acts that have done this. I thought that, was it uh, Lay Cool did it pretty well. You had the beautiful people for a while. I, I wasn't a big fan of their act, but what do you think of them early on as uh, essentially mean girls? I, I love them. I, this one kind of went a bit back more to NXT style. Um, I was kind of saying they're they're kind of grown up mean girls. They're they're like the women in your office rather than the women in high school. But this one was more high school. But I I, I love the gimmick of the bad impression. I don't know why that just makes me laugh every time. Is no 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 do the impression you do? And then she just does a terrible impression. Heels should think that they are hilarious, even though they're not. Yes. And unfortunate. Well, I don't want to say unfortunately. And, 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 that, and that's what, why I'm on this podcast so often. It's great. <laughs> sometimes what gets heels over is that they are legitimately hilarious. The Iconics aren't, but there's two of them, and that's all that they need. They only need to be hilarious to the other one to even care. So I think it works. For whatever reason, WWE has seemed to love going to commercial at the beginning of their opening match. That's so weird to me. It's dumb to me. I, I, I think I think you want to maintain interest after the twenty minute promo segment. Yeah, we don't see a lot of, of matches kick off SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It's very formulaic. We come back and see Becky Lynch matrixing her way out of a lazy pin. Uh, I like the addition of she did like a flying. I want to say shoulder block, but it was more of a forearm. I liked that that addition to her repertoire. I don't think I've seen that lately, but I, I like it a lot better than that one legged drop kick she used to do sometimes. Corey Graves flat out references Mean Girls that which Anna Bauer talked of for a year on this show. <sighs> they did it a couple weeks ago as well. Before I mean, even before I think the Iconic Duo got there, it was like it was supposed to be a uh, cultural reference, and it was like they're dropping like almost twenty year old movies as as. Gosh, that yeah. is that is like a thirteen fourteen year old movie. Also, I mean, don't reference the thing you're kind of ripping off, right? Like, yeah. damn, because, man. Because then everybody views it as derivative. Exactly. Yeah. Although, this match, for some reason, out of all of them, made me realize how absurd Asuka's hair looks. Probably because it matched Peyton Royce's gear. Mm. Like, okay. I thought that her and Becky Lynch worked really, really well as a team together, though. Yeah, I... I uh you know, Anna and I used to have a comment on here about the green card marriage and uh, any of these four women. Um, I am rescinding my offer to Anna Bauer. And if any of them want a sham marriage, we could make this work. Um, no, I like Becky Lynch and Asuka a lot as a team. Uh, I, I think Asuka and Billy Kay uh, were a little bit off at times in, yes. in their sequences. 
but overall, I, I, I like Becky and Asuka as a team. Um, and Becky still can't win a match. That's <laughs> Even when she teams with a woman who had never lost before three <laughs> weeks ago. So that's another loss for Asuka. Uh, Becky runs into Asuka and Becky gets pinned by Peyton with help the help of the ropes. Mean Girls is on Broadway now. I would check that out if I were near Broadway. I would not. I would. Andrade Cien Almas highlight video. He is coming soon. I'm I'm good with this uh, promo video. I like I like the fact that okay, you just introduced him on TV last week. The casuals who don't watch NXT don't know who he is. Let's introduce him to this SmackDown audience. Maybe one week, maybe two weeks, and then you debut him. I'm I'm perfectly fine with this. It's it's the gimmick in a nutshell. It's she does the talking, he does the wrestling. Perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this because I mean we've had we had SmackDown tonight without a Samoa Joe, without an Andrade C and Almas, no Page on the show. It's it's going to pick up. I was mentioning to you off the air. SmackDown is in a really weird spot because they they're going to have two straight go home shows. I don't know that that's happened ever much less right after WrestleMania. They they Their schedule was go-home show, SmackDown after Mania, Superstar Shake-Up, go-home show before Greatest Royal Rumble, go-home show before Backlash. That is a weird thing to write for, and doesn't look like they did a whole lot of writing for it, but I do, uh, I do sympathize with them a little bit because of that. Do, do, does that uh, like affect your, your viewing at all, knowing what you know that – they kind of got that hurdle to overcome. Yeah, well, but they never really go hard on the on the go home part of it. Really, it, it's just kind of okay. We put these guys in there. It, the, the 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 feud never is written. It seems as a crescendo to the to the violent apex, so to speak, that you're supposed to get in a go home show and say, okay, now we have to watch this to see what happens. There, there's rarely. That we get your contract signings, your verbal debates, you know, your... It's before yeah. the goddamn Greatest Royal Rumble. There's 50 guys. Have a match where one guy's going to be, like, number two and the other guy's going to be, like, 48 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, do that. Man, it's so just odd. Uh, Jeff, you will be shocked to learn that Sanity is looking to create chaos. Wait, hold on. Are you telling me that a new faction in wwe is there to make a statement and to create chaos you know like the riot squad was yesterday and the authors of pain were the week before that yeah yeah before they didn't show up on raw this week yeah what is going on I want chaos. I want mass hysteria. I want anarchy on a show. I want that Nexus running, just just tearing apart a ring or something and killing the commentary team. Tough to create chaos after that angle, man. Like that one was that one was a special one. So anybody who comes in below that, you're and you're saying chaos. Oh, what are you gonna do? You gonna you will you willing to get fired? Because Daniel Bryan was. I want to create a mild annoyance yes. that sustains itself over a series of eight weeks that eventually turns into a feud with a Shelton Benjamin level guy. I am That's here what to I want a nag. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's what I want. Just one team to say. 
I just like, want to be that I, itch that somebody can't scratch. Just I'm here to bit. kind of bother you. I mean, look, I'm here to do weird comedy sketches with bad punchlines. That's all. I'm not chaos. No, I don't even want to go to the ring. I just want to be backstage and and just make no nah, just make noises all. <laughs> that that's a Heath Slater promo right there. <laughs> no, I gotta get my check. I've got kids. I'm not trying to create chaos. Chaos. Oh, I man. like it here. What are you talking about? The catering's good. I don't have to go home to my wife and my bratty ass kids. I would love to see him like giving Riot Squad like a talking to backstage. Like, do you all know this guy? His name's Rhino. He used to put three people through tables. Now he's just here to get his check. It's it's a good <laughs> job if you can get it. <laughs> Look, if you can stay under the radar like us just for a little bit longer and don't answer your phone on Fridays. Yes. You'll be good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> new Day are backstage promoting their new book around a pancake dinner. Yeah. The bar interrupt. They cleared up a little bit of something because Alex and I had debated and Alex was like, well, there's no way a SmackDown team will win the Raw Tag Team Championships. But the bar straight up said, if they win the Raw Tag Team Championships, they will be back on Raw. So I'm glad that they at least plugged that up and explained it, that the Raw Tag Team Championships aren't going to go to SmackDown. They will, in fact, go back to Raw. Oh, well. Uh... They also fingered the pancakes. have no response for that Sean. well i mean they didn't have a response for for their cakes getting fingered either but. <laughs> is this a sequel to grab them cakes finger them cakes we'll just finger them cakes. oh that's yeah. it's that's uh i i get i want to see seamus and cesaro write lyrics to finger them cakes <laughs> uh yeah well i got news i from passed i passed on a feature uh, interview with the guy who wrote Grab Them Cakes from one of our freelancers. I was like, man. Because you couldn't think of a follow-up question to what possessed you to write Grab Them yeah, Cakes? Exactly. I mean, the, the writer was fantastic. He's an outstanding writer. I was just like, man, that'll be a tough one. That's a tough sell in 2018. I'm going to have to look that up. Who, who wrote Grab Them Cakes? You continue. <laughs> oh, well, the Them Cakes were in fact fingered. Samoa Joe cuts a promo. Damn you, stop that. Seth Rollins. See, it doesn't sound as bad if they say finger them waffles. No. Waffles have syrupy pockets anyway. They are to be gripped much easier than cakes anyway. It's just the logistics. I don't know how anybody could want pancakes over waffles. Samoa Joe cuts a promo backstage. Seth Rollins, Miz, Finn Balor. It's a good promo. It's a selfie right. promo, but it's a good promo. And I always believe that. Joe. I always believe Joe yeah. and everything he's saying, no matter how contrived it might be, I believe him. And Because he, he has this laid-back demeanor about him, about how he delivers it. It never sounds like it's a scripted promo. It sounds like what he's actually wants to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you completely. Naomi approaches the Usos backstage but Jimmy tells her that uh, she doesn't need to be at ringside because Jay has his back. She also has cool handshakes with both of them. I think Naomi's promo work has been a lot better of late. I thought this promo worked. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like I liked the look. I'm just uh, I liked actually having 
some amount of concern and care that didn't feel like, oh, I just don't know if you'll ever come back. You know, the melodrama wasn't there. It seemed like it was actual somewhat of concern, and maybe I need to do something to help. I, I liked this. So they had a, a great uh, highlight on a Make-A-Wish kid that you the Usos granted a wish to uh, earlier in the afternoon, and I immediately thought, are they really going to kill Jimmy Uso in front of the Make-A-Wish kid? You and I thought the same thing. I go, are they going to kill an Uso in front of the Make-A-Wish kid after getting uh, his wish granted? That would be so cruel. Oh, and yet- my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're really going for it now. <laughs> I mean, keep in mind, I've been watching WWF SummerSlam 2000. As I said, a thong stink face match yes. in which – Al Snow had the cat on his shoulder celebrating and spun her around. And as he did, the cat's then boyfriend, Jerry Lawler, shrieked in glee. So the the depths and the lengths in which WWE has went to push the envelope prior. Mm. I think this would be a step even beyond that. Oh, yeah. You and I were simpatico in that thought, but luckily they did not do that. Yeah. So instead, Rowan ran through Uso on the outside, killed him. I mean, I, that could have done it. I thought that was it. But then Naomi's entrance distracts Rowan, and Rowan's like, I don't know colors. What are colors? Why is everybody doing acid around here but me? And I love James McKenna's post where it's like, what are Harper and Rowan looking looking at? And then it's a shot of Naomi and some of her features and it's like oh yeah that, that's why they're distracted yeah my joke was they turned into a tex avery cartoon like when the country wolf <laughs> came into the city girls girls world girls oh look girls 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 you know just eyes bulging out like the mask you know i've never seen a girl before actually i want that to be the gimmick now i want harper to like cover rowan's eyes so he can't see naomi so he can the train and they, no, no, cousin, we cannot see those women right now. We must concentrate on the wrestling. I mean, fortunately for the club, Maria and Mike are on Raw now. So yeah. that one's that one's done for. They they got to run that back at some point, though. I'm hoping he, Harper didn't hurt his leg during this match because it looked like something might have happened with his knee there. Yeah, he got thrown into the stairs. Man, it's been bad luck for Harper and Rowan trying to stay healthy. I've mentioned that time after time. Uh, Jimmy hits Rowan with a... Super drop kick or a drop super kick, whatever you want to say. It looked good, though. I kind of liked it. Yeah. No, I, I liked this match as a whole. I liked Rowan's drop kick to begin with. I thought I thought it was a nice little short match, did what it was supposed to do. Been saying it for months. Rowan is, like, sneaky good in the ring and doesn't get a lot of credit for it, but uh, he, he is always working to improve in the ring. Hmm. We have a contract signing. Carmella looks right with this championship, and she is getting use out of that mixed match challenge outfit. She didn't just retire it. She's like, you know what? I'll wear it all the time. Renee Young is really great here, of course. And Carmella. <laughs> this is fantastic. Go yes. into it. Go into it, please. Goes to a, the highlight video of herself weekly. And I fully believe this character would pay to have videos made of herself. Mm-hmm. And then after she doesn't get the reaction to it she likes, she goes to it again. And I was ready for it. I wanted it. I oh, I, it. I literally said out loud, oh, please play it again. 
please. And when they did, I just went, yes, this is so unrepentantly stupid. And I love it. I loved every second of this. I, I don't think anybody said replay my video, please, ever in the history of the show. Like, oh, I usually I am against wrestlers throwing to videos and stuff, but for Carmella, it totally seems like something she would do. Not only does it seem like something she would totally do, it seems like something she would totally do immediately after already doing it. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And I liked that she called out Renee on the, since when do we call out the champion first stuff? I thought that was a nice little touch as well. I think I think she's hitting on all cylinders here as a character. I do too. She uh, peaked at the right time. Charlotte interrupts, signs a contract, slams Carmella's head on the table. Messed up that, too. To what is she it? One, she messed that up a bit, too, I yeah, think, on, on the head. So what did you think about that? I mean, it was it was not I a lot I, for Charlotte. You know what? I'm glad she didn't speak. I'm glad that was her only response, especially, oh, the drawing out of it, where she wouldn't sign the contract, and she's, woo, woo, I'm the champ, I'm the champ. I thought that was great also. I think everything about Carmella in this segment, and then Charlotte, one thing, just slam her head in the desk. That's all you need. You don't need you don't need the the big setup. It's she's gone so far in in the absurd just that one straight man type of thing. Boom. That's all you needed. It was great comedy. Great. So recently I was I was showing uh my cousin Travis some like older wrestling. I don't want to say older wrestling. I mean older cash-ins because he wasn't that familiar with the concept. Mm-hmm. And it brought it back to Kyoto. And one of them I think was the Dolph Ziggler one. Which is one of the best ones there is, I think. Oh, yeah, and I think it was Kyoto, but I showed him several. And Kyoto knew what the Money in the Bank briefcase was on that ne- that night, and he did it quick. So I'm wondering at what point Mike Kyoto forgot how Money in the Bank worked. Well, he's taken some bumps, and yeah. some of those may have hurt his memory at some time, so he might have just forgotten. And also he thought Shane was going to die in a backstage segment a while back when he was like, <laughs> You're going to make it, Shane. You're going to be okay. Don't you die on me. Don't you die I half expected him to do CPR on the spot. (laughs) I just want him to slam his fist in the wall. It never gets (laughs) any easier. Uh, He's trying to find (laughs) Stephanie backstage. Stephanie, I hate to tell you this, but Shane isn't dead, but he did get attacked. (laughs) Jeff Hardy's making his way to the ring. Randy Orton interrupts him like the snick that he is, just like Jeff Hardy did last week. Randy Orton is going to face Shelton Benjamin. I posted on Twitter, these two guys were in a battle royal in this city 18 years ago at an OVW NWA show. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, of course, they went on to be great OVW products, but it didn't quite hit me until the middle of the match. Oh, yeah, a couple from the OVW class. Meanwhile... Brock's still over there on Raw. Dave Batista wants to wrestle again, but they won't let him. So uh, that that OVW class had some longevity. 
Give me a table of those grumpy old men because I loved this grumpy old men just killing each other fight. For yeah, a while. I, I really too. liked it. <laughs> Best match on the show, without a doubt. I am all here for Shelton Benjamin being that mid card workhorse that just goes out and has really good matches with people because his style is not what it was ten years ago when he was in WWE. But that New Japan run and some of his Ring of Honor stuff really helped him develop that just. I'm a mean old bastard style. You know what I want? I want him and Randy as a unit, not necessarily a team, but a unit just, and to play upon the other, other things we were just talking about, you know, just coming in kind of, kind of over it, but yet at the same time they enjoy it and this is what they're good at and they make money at it and they're showing up to get their check and they're just oh, yeah. killing, they're killing, I, they're killing idealism out of some of these younger tag teams and just beating the crap out of them. I would love to see that. Have them reference Louisville. Be like, do you know what it's like to train under Rip Rogers? Do you know what it's like to spend your life in Kentucky? That sucks. All you all had to do was shove a jelly donut up your ass to get out of training. (laughs) (laughs) We had to run stairs. Where were you? Yeah. Yeah. Be like, we, we were Dave Batista and Brock Lesnar's practicing dummies. I just I yeah. Rico Constantino. You know, if they do a tag team match, one of them tags you on the other one, just sighs and rolls his eyes. And like, okay, fine, <laughs> I'll get into the ring right now. And then he just kills the guy after he gets in, tags him back in. And just <laughs> oh, I love it. Benjamin stops an RKO early, kicks away at Orton on the apron real hard. That run up knee is really good. Orton sold the dragon whip just phenomenally. Orton's power slam connects, but Shelton sees the RKO coming and rolls out. Jeff Hardy moves so Orton can hit the sing bomb on Shelton under the table. And then a masked man, mini Deadpool we'll call him, (laughs) clips Jeff Hardy's leg. It's Sing who gets RKO'd. This allows Shelton to hit pay dirt, which Orton took horribly, by the way. It was a bad looking one. But Shelton Benjamin got the win. Training day, as we called them. Splitting up was the best thing that ever happened to them. Um, interesting on this number one is it now in everybody's contract they have to take that flat back bump onto the table if you if you face Orton. It must um, be. Jeez Louise! But Orton, uh, Orton mouthed or said the word "stupid" to sing after after he took the arcade. Yes, so 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 I'm not sure if that was in character or if because of the scramble because it looked like he was rolling out the wrong way and corrected himself. For for the hard ca- for the uh, hard camera side, I wasn't yeah. sure if that was commentary or character reaction because you never know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I liked the match. I liked I kind of liked the interference on behalf of Singh because it at least is logical in that. Oh yeah, maybe I can get some damage done before the Saudi Arabia card to my, for my guy who's trying to win the belt. I, I had no problem with that. I like this match a whole lot. Mm-hmm. This was just really, really good. I need I need this to be Suzuki Goon in WWE and just have Minoru Suzuki also join him because then it's just a bunch of grizzled old men killing fools. I'll take that. I would love to see Shelton Benjamin like alongside somebody like that. Make good use of him. Put him alongside Nakamura, even as as one of his guys. I think Nakamura. I don't think he needs a stable, but I think it would help him. Yeah, have, have some heaters and some people that would could work good. Rusev Day ain't that for him. Rusev Day 
counteracts what they are trying to do with him. They're too babyface, and they're too and and when their heels are too comedy, so you can't. Yeah. And with Randy Orton and Nakamura right there now, I'm not saying Nakamura or, or that Orton needs to be a heater for Nakamura. He's way more valuable than that. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm wondering though, at what point did Rusev Day become Nakamura's friends? Um, the the TDE Wrestling, which is a phenomenal account on Twitter, had the best joke here, and I really, really wish I had thought of it. And I'm I'm giving all credit to him during that Renee Young segment. It was uh, no speaky to Aiden English as opposed to no speak English. I thought that was, oh, I wish I had thought of that one. Um, Well, you know, <laughs> Rusev and Nakamura, they shared the gift of being foreigners in a strange land. And they speak the language of wrestling. Yeah, uh, they wrestled multiple <laughs> times last month. <laughs> this doesn't make a damn bit of sense. No, it makes no sense whatsoever. The club reunite backstage. It was a nothing happening few seconds. The effort to get Rusev booed is very frustrating, in my opinion. I, I We'll talk more about that when we talk his Undertaker match. New vocals on the Nakamura theme, and Corey Graves did point out it's so WWE fans would not sing it along with him. Dug cool. it. Dug it. Dug the explanation. It was really fun. liked it. Yeah. Really liked it. I want Nakamura to go full on, like... I had mentioned uh, forever ago, if you wanted to go really full heel with it, Tommy, I thought that they should have Nakamura just be so disgusted with how his American experiences went. And he sits for Japanese wrestling fans at ringside who just politely clap when he does things. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's how an audience is supposed to act. Not like you. Be be respectful, people. Yeah. (laughs) I just think it would work. I think it would be really, really good. Um, (laughs) Corey Graves says that Luke Gallows has, quote, educated feet, and I don't think he does. No. I don't think his feet have ever – I don't think they got out of primary school. I don't think they went to school with Stan Lane necessarily. I don't yeah. think, uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think they may have taken a correspondence class at one time. But I On a day ever... where I watched X-Pac do one of the most beautiful spinning heel kicks ever oh, on that retro show. The, one of the best in the business ever. ever. I would buy that as a finish today. 10 out of 10. If somebody hit somebody else with that, I would buy it as a finish. Luke Gallows, I like him. He ain't got ed- educated feet, especially when seconds later, Rusev hits a Moshka kick that looks a million times better. And then AJ Styles does a Pele kick right after that. Eh. Meanwhile, Road Dog is in Gorilla, and the only thing he's wondering about Gallows is, why didn't he hump the guy when he did the pump handle slam? <laughs> it's it's the hump handle slam, not the pump handle slam. I'll let I you do it. that one. I'll let you take that one. Yeah, I, I don't have an answer. It all okay. breaks down. Nakamura hits the Kinshasa on Gallows for the win. Styles comes in and he gets punched in the dick. <laughs> this is my full-time job, you guys. This is all I do is cover pro wrestling, MMA, and boxing. <laughs> <sighs> Shinsuke Kok Nakamura back at it again. Rob and I uh, recorded Shake Them Ropes earlier uh, today, and it's currently in your podcast feeds. Should, should, uh, podcast feeds, should you want to uh, oh, no, go No, it's there. in my feuds. 
it's in your feuds as well because we all hate each other, really. <laughs> but um, we, we decided that the perfect match for for this Saudi Arabia card is just the two of them punching each other in the dick over and over, <laughs> and like and just riling riling around in pain. And as they get up to their knees, you know, someone else punches the other guy in the dick, so he goes down, and then it's that, and then just a quick roll up pin after like five minutes of dick punching, which would be fantastic. Um, that said, I from for eighties action movie type of standpoint i loved this segment this this after match part where my my first thought was blood sport where chun lee sees donald gibb injured during the fight and takes a look at jean-claude van damme in the audience watching and just gives that little kick right to the ribs as he's watching and grinds his heel into it i loved i loved nakamura in this oh oh your friend's injured Oh, you're hurt from the dick punch. I'm going to kick him again right in front of you. Boom. Loved it. Loved it. I did too. Uh, as it was mentioned, uh, Gall or not Gallows, Anderson took one for AJ Styles, ended up taking another Kinshasa. This was a good, good stuff. I'm loving the, the development of Shinsuke Nakamura. He just works so much better as a heel, and mm-hmm. I hadn't really envisioned them turning him heel. It yeah. wasn't even in in my my brain waves. Like, okay, maybe they will turn us turn turn Nakamura heel for the betterment of of this viewing audience. Because I didn't know that it would have been better for the viewing audience, but well, it worked. I, I think what's making it work is the absolute one eighty in terms of oh, he's this proficient technical wrestler, and his finishing maneuver is a dick punch right now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I think it. it I think it's the hypocrisy of. I'm I'm not finishing my matches on talent. I'm finishing opponents with a dick punch instead. I think that's I think that's what's making this really really work. Time for greatest Royal Rumble predictions. Of course, I will have a live post show podcast on Friday following the greatest Royal Rumble. That will not stop me from doing the Fightful Weekender or the Q and A podcast. Those will both be up on FightfulSelect.com this week. But the greatest Royal Rumble free over at Fightful.com. Let's get it started with the United States Championship match. Jeff Hardy of SmackDown defends against Jinder Mahal of Raw. However, the winner will face likely Randy Orton, it seems. He already earned his title shot at Backlash. If Jinder Mahal were to win this, then lose it to Randy Orton at Backlash, he still owed a title rematch. Mm. So there, there's going to be much of this uh, as, as we discuss this show. How do you think this plays out? Because I, I wrote a column earlier this week that WWE has kept us guessing with some of this stuff. I think that this, the Intercontinental title match, are both very, very tough to call. I agree. And I think if they're going to switch belts, these would be the two that, that are the easiest ones to do. I thought, actually, they might actually switch shows, too, mm-hmm. where if Jeff Hardy loses, uh, you know, he goes back to Raw or and, and Jinder comes back with the title on SmackDown and then Miz might get the Intercontinental title and go back to Raw. I don't think that's going to happen necessarily. Um, I think Jeff Hardy probably wins this. Well, uh, to what you mentioned, the Miz Taraj are still using the Miz's theme on Raw. Mm-hmm. But I think that they, they are still going to – they got to do Daniel Bryan and Miz at some point. But also the Miz kind of escaping that. I think there's a little bit of a story there too. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm on. Just, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm on Raw. You're on SmackDown. Oh, we're never gonna meet because we're on different brands. Oh, but these are co-promotional. We're gonna book you for this match. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, that kind of thing. I'm going to take Jinder Mahal just because I think after the Orton Singh thing, <laughs> Orton's going to get his comeuppance at Backlash and maybe win that title back again. And then Jeff Hardy has a rematch. And then Jinder you has... You know a- what they could do? They could do a multi-person for this belt at Backlash after Jinder wins, and they could have Jeff and Randy both in the match. That that that's Why actually Shelton in it based on tonight? Yeah, that's a good call. Speaking of that Intercontinental title, Seth Rollins defends against Finn Balor of Raw, Samoa Joe, and The Miz of SmackDown. However, The Miz has already declared his one-on-one rematch for Backlash. So we have another situation where the title might go back and forth. Personally, what I'm hoping is U.S. title ends up on Raw, Intercontinental title ends up on SmackDown, just to switch it up a little bit. Hmm. So you're picking The Miz? For... Tuesday or for Friday, I'm picking Seth Rollins, and I think that he loses it to The Miz uh, at the Backlash show. Okay, I I will go the same way then. Vacant WWE Raw Tag Team Championships, the deleter of worlds against The Bar. The Bar did explain tonight that if they win this match, they end up back on Raw. But I think deleter of worlds wins this. Yeah, and I think they're going to be transition champs for Ziggler and McIntyre. I do too, and based on what I saw on Monday night, Ooh, that was a good promo. Oh boy, it was a good couple promos because Dolph Ziggler was like, "I got to do something good too, might as might as well," and it was just good all around. Really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. SmackDown Tag Team Championships: Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos. I think the Bludgeon Brothers are probably winning this, and I would imagine fairly quickly because this is a long show. Yeah, the Usos got the win on the go-home show. That means Bludgeon Brothers are going to get their win back on the pay-per-view. Also, I am picking Rusev to squash the Undertaker (laughs) in the casket match. (laughs) Uh, Undertaker's winning this probably also very quickly. And I think Lana gets buried as well. And I, I, you know, but even though she she gave permission, even though she gave permission to Rusev per Sami Zayn, I think... (laughs) That was good stuff. Good stuff. John Cena versus Triple H. Cena's winning this match, but this is quite the booking. Not one I would have expected them to throw on the show. You know, Triple H passing the torch to the youngin, finally. Um, You know what? I I think John Cena does win this match, but I I give it a 5 to 10% chance that Triple H does with like a sledgehammer shot. So that you, oh, remember the Attitude Era? Oh, look, a sledgehammer shot. Oh, yeah, boo the heel. Boo the heel real loud and get that big stadium rocking like that. I could see that happening and possibly giving John Cena the win in, in the Rumble itself to get the heat back. But uh, overall, I think John Cena probably wins this. This is going to be a very crowd-pleasing type of uh, card, in my opinion. You know, you're right, and I hadn't even thought about that. That would be... It would be something that they do. I mean, Triple H beat Jinder Mahal in India. In India, yeah. In India. Oh, you know what? Because that'll get business up for the next time they go back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, WWE Championship. Any chance we sh- we see Cock Nakamura dick punch his way to a WWE Championship? No, but we will see him dick punch. I, I don't think it's to- for the championship. I think it's disqualified. In probably. Asia? Technically, yes. Practically his hometown. Yes. (laughs) Practically. Just adjacent to Tokyo. Yeah. Yes. 
I think Styles is winning as well. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, they want you to believe that Roman Reigns is winning this. They also want you to believe that Samoa Joe wants Roman Reigns to lose this match. I think Samoa Joe's getting involved somehow. I don't know that (laughs) that Brock Lesnar loses the championship, but I feel like Samoa Joe's getting involved. I have a lot of people saying, oh, they want Brock to beat CM Punk's record. Well, first off, CM Punk ain't got no record. Two, that's Bruno. That's Bruno's championship. Yeah. No, nothing to be done. But Brock Lesnar is a champion of over one year in an era where we don't see that a whole lot. But it's been a while since we've seen a full-time WWE Universal Champion regularly. Kevin Owens for a hot minute. I think they belt Roman. Really? I th- I think they find a way. For the cage where Brock doesn't lose necessarily, but Roman gets out of the cage and escapes with the win. I think they coordinate him. I think it, it sets up to I think Joe helps Roman if he oh, if but, he's gonna by do all anything. Means, this should mirror the uh cage match in the SummerSlam. Or no, and also it, and well, but I mean it's also a throwback to what was it, SummerSlam last year or, or Survivor Series where Joe, Roman and, and Brock were all involved. Uh you know Well they, they had the thing. In 97, between the Rumble and WrestleMania, or, and between Final Four, <laughs> where Austin, Bret Hart, Sid, and The Undertaker were all involved, and each other's opponents were trying to help that person win so they could get the title match at WrestleMania. It yeah. only makes sense. And Roman Ray, or Samoa Joe is a very smart character. Yeah. So he would use that to play off of everything. And I wouldn't mind... Uh, just wouldn't mind seeing that happen, and it, it's just time to move on. Brock Lesnar is not doing it for me. I I just I I buy into the theory that okay, the mini audience was going to be unfriendly. The Saudi audience is going to be friendlier. I'm kind of interested also in that Rusev Undertaker match. How loud the Rusev Day chants are during that match yeah. in Saudi Arabia. I really am. That's going to be. I, I want to see what the cross cultural divide is on WWE television in terms of things. But I, I think Roman wins the belt here. I do. I'll go with Roman Reigns as well. We also have the greatest Royal Rumble. Current entrants are Daniel Bryan, Braun Strowman, Kane, Big Show, Bray Wyatt, or Kane was briefly. I don't know if he's in it now. Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin, Chris Jericho, Big E, Xavier Woods, Kobe Kingston, Shelton Benjamin, Sin Cara, Elias, Chad Gable, Goldust, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo, Titus O'Neil, Mojo Raleigh, Dolph Ziggler. Who are you picking? I am going to pick Braun Strowman to win this, but my off-the-board, off-the-wall, wacky, wacky pick, given how much money has been put in this thing, if there is a nostalgia name that they can throw a lot of money at to make an appearance at this on the level of an Austin, Goldberg, Rock, or even Hogan type, I don't think it's going to be Hogan, but those other three, it it will be one of those three to get the gigantic pop and the historic moment because th- this isn't in canon necessarily. It's just he won the biggest Royal Rumble ever. I think the safe money's on Braun so he can continue to say that over and over and over again. But I think if 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 say The Rock for some reason is in this thing just just for craps and giggles and they threw like four million dollars at him to appear of the Saudis money. I think The Rock would win, but I'm going with Braun Strowman. You know, 
Maybe Braun Strowman eliminates 45 people and he breaks Kane's record. Mm, that could happen too. I, I would love to see just somebody like a Braun eliminate every single person in a Royal Rumble. Not this one. It's not happening. I'm more interested in, as opposed to who's going to win, which I think it's going to be whoever the biggest star in the match is or Braun Strowman. So once we get to like the final 10, whoever's the biggest star in the match at that point is probably winning so they can they can use the familiarity. You have five or six people. You have Cena, yeah. you have you have Daniel Bryan. Triple um, H is probably going to be in it too. Triple H, maybe Bobby Lashley, but I don't think he's a big enough star yet. I don't think so either. Um Roman could always win this thing if he loses the title match. Yeah. Um I I'm I'm more interested in two other things as opposed to the winner. Yeah. A prize mm-hmm. and intervals. If I were WWE, I would do 60-second intervals. I agree. And the prize, they got that trophy on the the graphic. But you, 50-man rumble, you have to give them something. A title shot on Raw or SmackDown. It ain't hard. I think a harem would be good, but that's me. Uh, <laughs> um, of course well, it'd be good, but goddamn. <laughs> Well, I think they have to do 90-second intervals because of the length that the guys are going to have to go to get to the ring. If you see it, it's a lot like – it's it's about the size – isn't it about the size of the Alamo Dome, for, more or less? So I, th- I think you're going to have yeah. to have that time for guys to get in there, do their 20 or 30 awesome. seconds of – 20 or 30 seconds of offense or whatever, and then the next guy can come in. I think they should give them the carts, the WrestleMania three carts. I'm fine with that. They should. They should have them come down. I think that that crowd would eat it up. The crowd would be able to see them actually coming down to the ring. The only person at NXT Takeover San Antonio I got to see come to the ring was Nakamura because they had him on that thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Greatest Royal Rumble. I will be here for live post show coverage. Of course, we're going to have live discussion and coverage. I'm going to open that up probably like 6, 7 in the morning. So we will have that up and rocking, guys. You all can come in there, talk some trash on Fightful.com. Leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, comment on this video. Jeff, what do you got going on this week? Well, for uh, dedicated listeners, you'll notice there was no Shake Them Ropes last week. I was on the Voices of Wrestling flagship with Rich Krejci talking about the uh, the draft shakeup or the superstar shakeup, if you will. Uh, so Rob and I recorded today. It is currently in your podcast feeds talking, uh, talking all the things about raw, a lot of drew McIntyre talk and a lot of Rob fantasy booking drew McIntyre. So, uh, that, uh, which was very interesting. I, I, he was very geeked up about raw, which was a nice thing to do. And, uh, we, we also give our predictions for the, uh, grr, the greatest Royal rumble. Um, yeah. So that's at, uh, uh well on your podcast feed shake them ropes because the twitter twitter handle is now rob from indiana we we don't know what's going on there but we'll get it straightened out eventually guys i will be bringing you the fightful q a podcast on fightful select this week also the weekender if you all don't know what that is i cover nxt ring of honor new japan uh what i can take in of it at least being the elite when it's on basically non-raw and smackdown stuff and I'll break down the exclusives in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly, a feature that I do for free on Fightful.com every week. Nothing that was on Fightful.com more than a month and a half ago is on Fightful Select. It's all brand new content, 
All of our exclusive stories and everything still go to Fightful.com for free. This is just a way where you can gain extra content. So head over to FightfulSelect.com. Check it out. I posted a preview of one of our dark match commentary uh, episodes where, Jeff, I discovered Vic Grimes could work once upon a time. You know, I always had suspicions. I, I like Vic. I, I was at that XBW show where he just almost killed himself there. So, uh, no, I, I, was, I think he's good. It was a dark match with Crash Holly, and I started it off. I was like, you know what? I don't like Vic Grimes' work. It was a real good match. It was mm. one of the best dark matches I've ever seen. Definitely uh, my favorite part of FightfulSelect.com so far. I do commentary over uh, WWF dark matches, WWE dark matches. Check it out, guys. I have a preview up on our YouTube. But uh, follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Follow Jeff at Crap Game 13 Follow us at Fightful Online. We are out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.